Welcome to the Foot Model Podcast, a podcast for foot models by foot models about the business of foot modeling with advice and ideas on how to grow your foot model business or online adult entertainment business. I'm Mimi Footnip along with my co-host Cute Webbies and we're here to share what's working and not working for us and our businesses right now. We do our best here on the Foot Model Podcast to bring you the latest up-to-date information on business strategies that are working for us. And today we are going to talk about mailing things and mailboxes and situations to watch out for in your foot modeling business. We'll be back after a quick break. All right, we're back from the break. Hi, cute webbies. Welcome hey, to another episode of the Foot Model Podcast. Today we're talking about um, mailing stuff and just kind of problems, red flags, things that you should be aware of. You have a story, something that happened you want to share? Yes. Um, okay, so recently, um, I had this situation come up. Um, as most of you know, I've talked about it on here before. Um, I do a lot of, um, selling my socks. Um, just usually I've, um, I've been sending socks for a while now to different footboys. 
Um, and it's been going really well and it's a part of the business that I really enjoy and um, people seem to really love my socks. So um, I had a customer who I had um, previously sold socks to and it all went really well. Um, then this person contacted me and they wanted to buy more socks and also um, a pair of my old trail runners. So um, I'm not as, at the time, I'm, I'm, I wasn't as well versed in sending shoes in the mail. I had sent some shoes before, but, um, you know, it was, it was a little different for me. So I, um, but, you know, I agreed because I had had a good um, experience with this customer previously. Um, so I, um, I sent out the package to them and something that I had been doing with my, with all of my socks is I would send folks the tracking number. Um, so that they could keep an eye, you know, on the progress of the package. And I also, I always want people to feel, you know, like things are on the up and up. Um, I know a lot of guys out there have been scammed as well, um, as, as models also get scammed, um, in this kind of of corner of the internet. So I, I do try to want to appear like I'm on the up and up, you know, and let everybody know that, you know, their item is coming, um, but turns out that was, that was probably my mistake sharing the tracking number, um, because later on, um, you know, a couple days later, you know, when the package was supposed to arrive, I'm always online checking the tracking of my items that I send out. And, um, I see that this one, um, gosh, I can't remember the exact verbiage that they said, but, um, something had happened with the package and it was being held at the post office. Hmm. And, I wasn't sure why, and I was kind of concerned, actually, that, um, you know, maybe they were searching, like, you know, I mean, I I know sometimes they have to search packages because they think there's drugs or contraband or whatever. Obviously, you know, it was just a pair of of shoes and socks in mine, but I was kind of concerned that something had happened that got my package flagged, Um, so I immediately start freaking out. I started looking up what's going on with my package um, and I, you know, started making phone calls and I spent better part of the whole day, you know, on the phone with, um, you know, the USPS um, and thankfully they actually were pretty helpful. Um, but basically I found out what happened was that the person, the client who I gave the tracking number to had asked for the post office to hold the package there. And they were able to do that because they have the tracking number and they can just call them up and and ask for that. Um, So let me interrupt you. So the, the, you were sending it to this person's home address. Is that right? And then they called the post office and said, can you hold it at their local post office in the city, in the city where they live? Is that what happened? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. It it was in the, the city that they lived in. Okay. Um, so it would have been their, their local post office. And I've never heard of this service before. I'm sure it, it could be helpful for people for whatever reason, but it definitely it put my red flags up. Um, and also the guy hadn't been, um, I, I was worried that what I was going to hear next from him was I didn't get my package. I need a refund you know, and that he was going to come after me because that was what I was just, I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's, I don't really know what his deal was, but I didn't like that he took control of the package like that 
first, I mean, you know, maybe he was just, oh, I, I need to pick it up at the post office for whatever reason. But we had agreed on the date that I would be sending it. And I told him when it would arrive at his home. So for him to make the change on me like that, it was really, um, it, it put a lot of red flags up for me. And I was honestly sure that he was going to try and come back and say that he didn't receive it and give me a bunch of grief about it and try to, you know, pressure me into giving a refund, which I've never had to refund anyone. And I was really, you know, scared because I don't want, you know, it's my reputation as well. Like I care about like my business and I don't want to be seen like that. So I did reach out to him after I had gotten all the evidence from USPS, you know, basically saying that he had done this. And, you know, I, I was, you know, like, I was like, why did you do this? You know, and I was upset and I, you know, um, Basically, we ended up agreeing for, you know, I told USPS that he would be picking up the package and I'm not going to be working with this customer any further. And another thing that I've now I'm going to be adopting now in my future sock sales and any kind of sending I'm doing, I'm not going to be including the tracking number. Um, Another thing I I talked to some friends in the community about, I have a friend um, who told me that she... um, she lets people know straight up, you know, if they don't arrive, no refunds, which I thought, hey, why not? You know, let people know right out the gate, you know, because I don't want to issue a refund. I'm out a pair of socks and shoes. You know what I mean? Like, I need to at least be reimbursed for those things. So um, I do think it was a um, that's that's some good advice as well. Um, just let people know that, yeah, no refunds. Don't share the tracking number because like who knows what this guy was doing, but just, I think the more information you keep close to home, the less weird stuff can go, go on with the package and, you know, you're not going to get blamed. So I don't know. (laughs) That was, that was my story, I guess. So yeah, yeah. I had no idea that you could intercept a package like that and have it held at the post office. So of course we're talking about the United States post office. Postal yeah. service. I have no idea how this goes down in other countries, but so do you feel like if he had contacted you and said like, Hey, you know, for, for per- my own personal reasons, I can't have this package delivered to my house. I'm going to use this tracking number and have it routed to my local post office and just pick it up. If he had communicated that to you, would that have felt differently? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that was, I think I, yeah, I, yeah, I, that, that was a, a part of the big problem with this whole thing is, and then I had been very communicative about, Hey, I'm sending this on this date. It should arrive. You know, I, I usually send my stuff on a Friday and typically within the U S they arrive Monday, Tuesday. It's pretty simple. Um, <clears throat> but, and you know, it was all good. And, you know, he agreed to that. I always let people know when I'm going to send it. Cause I don't want it to be sent at a inopportune time for them to pick it up. Um, so, but yeah, absolutely. If he had let me know, I would have been like, okay, do your thing. And then I would have just, you know, not cared. But so, yeah, I think definitely advice for, for some of the guys out there as well. If you're buying stuff, if you're dealing with models, you know, be communicative and just realize that we're on guard as well so if you you know a lot of things that you might not be mean meaning to you know seem like you're up to no good but it's going to be seen as a red flag some of this stuff so really be cautious and communicative when you're interacting with models I guess 
Um, yeah, I mean, I could see how that would just completely throw you for a loop. Like, why is this guy having like, because you didn't know that at, at, at first, you didn't know that it was him that had requested that the package be held there. You just knew there was the package was being held at the post office. You got like a notification from the post office or how did you find that out? I, so I checked on the, on the tracking and um, now that you mentioned it, that's exactly what it comes up as is intercepted package intercepted is the, is the word that they use. Okay. Um, so I had never seen that before. Cause I always keep an eye on all, all the tracking. And so it was just, I mean, there's so much about the post office that I don't know. And you know, it's, but that's why it's probably just safer to keep the tracking number to yourself. Cause who knows what else people can call in and do with the package, you know? Um, it's kind of scary to think about. Right. I mean, in terms of privacy, it's definitely an important thing. I, it sounds, it sounds like maybe it, it is a good idea just to keep the tracking number to yourself and give your customer an update. Like it's scheduled to arrive Thursday or, yeah. um, you know, and you can kind of keep them abreast of what's going on. Versus giving, you know, giving over that control and power to them. And then if they need to intercept the package, um, you can be the person to to make that request. So you're kind of in control of the situation at all times. Um, And then also, like you said, if the guy needs to make a change, if he just can like keep you informed of that change as well so it doesn't sound shady because you had like red flags going off and like red like sirens like I'm gonna get scammed and this is a lot of money and like yeah this is my business reputation on the line and what the hell's going on like I would be freaking out too I think in that situation for sure yeah, I was, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, it was definitely a stressful day, and that's why it's like, I'm never going to deal with that person again, even though it was a large, you know, they paid a lot for the, you know, all that kind of bundle of stuff, it's like, and they're a repeat customer, but I'm just not interested, because if you're going <laughs> to, you know, for me, I, just burn me once, and, and you know, you're out, like, I don't know, I'm so that that was educational for me, I mean, I've sent countless socks, and it's kind of a shame for the guys who you know, are just happy to look at the tracking and, you know, you know, we all like to look at the tracking when we have a package on the way is kind of, was kind of my thought, you know, but it's, so it's a shame that some people have to ruin it for the rest of us, I guess, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it almost seems even more delicious to have the foot model that you're buying from give you updates, you know, you could say like, it's, you could email and let him know, like it's been shipped and it's in transit and it's scheduled to arrive such and such a day. Um, I don't know. It might be kind of, it might kind of make it more fun too, in a way for the, for the guy to hear it from you rather than just logging into the post office website and tracking it. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit extra work, I guess, for you, but it could build anticipation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm usually pretty communicative around when I'm sending stuff anyway. So I, I could totally, it's not a problem. Yeah. For me to just send updates like that, but mm-hmm. like one more day until my, yeah. you know, stinky socks are <laughs> on your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> Get excited. 
Yeah, I think that's, um, that's really good to know. I had no idea. I didn't know that that was even a possibility. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm sorry that that happened. I feel like it would be um, so alarming in the moment yeah. to see the words like package intercepted. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it was in, in red and everything. I was like, well, that's why I was so scared. It was in red too. It's like all, I honestly thought they were, they must think there's drugs in there. Like, yeah, I like know. intercepted by the FBI. Like, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm afraid to call about it. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, <laughs> but, you know, and it was also, uh, you know, another thing from that experience, I, I almost forgot. Um, so I, whenever I do send, I'm using a fake name and, uh, you know, a fake address. So um, thankfully, I happened to remember the fake address that I used and the fake name. So in the future, I'll be, um, you know, probably taking a picture of the packages before I send them so I can remember what name I used and what address because I don't do the same every time. It's just like kind of random. Um, and also it helps when I called the post office because I was able to say, hey, this is, you know, fake name so-and-so. I'm calling about my package, you know, because otherwise I don't know how I would have, you know, they were asking me what, you know, my name and stuff. So I had to have something to give them. Um, so that's something to think about, too. If you are sending, um, just snap a quick picture before you send it, uh, you know, just for your records. I love that idea. Actually, I love the idea of sending a picture of the package to your footboy along with like tracking information, not tracking information, but like you know, here's your package. It's scheduled to arrive on Wednesday or whatever. And like, yeah. you know, making it kind of a fun thing. Um, but that's so smart. Taking a picture of the package, mm -hmm. um, like at the post office with the postage on it, like just right there on the counter. So yeah. it's like, I'm here at the post office mailing it. Like it's, you know, it's leaving my hands now. So no refunds. I yeah. mailed it. Like <laughs> here's a video of like it getting mailed or a, a photo of it being mailed. Um, I recently sold a pair of slippers for the first time ever. Oh, nice. Um, I, yeah, I've like never sold wearables before. Yeah. But um. I have a very loyal foot slave who I make um, a video, like a custom video for every week. Oh, my. And yes, awesome. and we have a wonderful relationship. And he has um, just been really consistent and fun and um, respectful. And um, one thing that I just love about him is that he isn't I don't I don't know how to say this like super needy like he doesn't yeah. like he's not constantly demanding engagement with me and time with me I should put for free in parentheses yeah. um yeah. you know like 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 he's just very respectful he's truly a submissive in the in in every sense of the word and that like he respects me we go by my rules he's wonderful and so oh, yes. I I make a custom video for him every week and um 
and he but he was saying that he really wanted to have something with my scent because it just would kind of make him feel closer to me and our connection. And when he's like watching the videos, he can have something physical. And I was like, it totally makes sense. Like I get it. And since we have a certain level of intimacy in our connection and it's an ongoing regular thing we do, um, I thought, yeah, I feel, I feel like I feel comfortable with, with him. Yeah. So, um, I sent him a pair of slippers and I have a UPS box at the UPS store. And I have that because generally I get things sent to me. (laughs) Uh Usually the footboys are sending me shoes and gifts and things. And so I set up a UPS box um, so that I could receive deliveries. And of course I would never have anything delivered at my home address, right? Because privacy. And some of these guys are kind of stalkerish. I mean, I get it. People are curious. They're going to like go on Google Maps and they're going to try to see if they can see your house. Right. But yeah, um, it's just it's just not appropriate. So I have a UPS box and um, and I have the smallest box that you can buy because when you get a package, they they basically just put like a little slip of paper in your mailbox saying you have a package and then you take that slip up to the counter and they retrieve your package out of like a back room. So oh, nice. you do not need to buy like a large size mailbox. Um, oh, I had seen that. I looked into it before and I noticed the large ones were like way more expensive. And yes. Like crazy. Yes. Do not get a large mailbox unless I mean. I think the the reason that you would want a large mailbox is if you get a large volume of mail, like letters. But if you're oh, getting man. actual packages, the packages go like in a back room and they just put a little slip in your mailbox. And I don't get any letters sent to me. I wouldn't mind getting postcards or something from <laughs> Footboys. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think that cute. would be very sweet. Like, I love that kind of correspondence. I'm from the old, olden days where I used to write postcards to your friends. But um I have a UPS mailbox. And so I went there and was able to just say to the UPS clerk, like, I don't want to use my name or my address or my phone number for the return address. Um, I want this to just, I just want to use the UPS store address. And so they did that. So I was able to, like, I didn't have to make up a fake name. I didn't have to make up a fake address. I just used the UPS store address and, and phone number. So that was really, really nice. They gave me a tracking number, which I did not share with my my foot slave because I <laughs> kept in mind the story that you told. And I thought, yeah. I think I'll just give him updates and I will like send like, okay, it's set, it's shipped. Okay. It's in this city or it's in this processing center or whatever. And so he got to eagerly anticipate the arrival of my slippers and they were being shipped to the opposite side of the country. So he said when they got there, they were cold because it's winter and they'd been shipped across the country. And so I thought this was so clever. He said he put them in the microwave. 
for like a minute or I don't know how many oh, seconds but he warmed them up in the microwave to kind of take the chill off of them and then that kind of like revived the scent or like kind of brought it alive and I was like that is oh my so God. clever so anyone that that's like wanting to kind of like um amp up the odor of like socks or shoes uh, so long as there's no metal in them of course right you don't want to put metal in the yeah. microwave kids um <laughs> but you can you can just like microwave them for a minute or I, I don't yes. know if it was a literal minute but for a few seconds and and warm them up I thought that was so cute that's a great footboy hack. I love that. <laughs> it's such a great footboy hack. So, yeah. and he's a good footboy. So, um, and the thing that I liked about selling this is, and I'm going to kind of go off on a tangent about selling slippers, but I don't feel like I, I don't tend to wear my shoes out to the point that most footboys, like footboys seem to want really trash shoes. At least that's my impression. Am I wrong about that? Um, from, you know, like I, I've sold more socks than, than shoes, but the, the shoes that I have sold, they're definitely well-worn, but I'm kind of, um, I know you have way more shoes than me. Like that's for sure. I've been, my collection has been growing since doing foot modeling, but I, I don't really have as many shoes. Um, so I, mine aren't really, um, a lot of mine are pretty worn out, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So I have, I had a lot of, and of course, you know, like the trail runners, I mean, I have a, a several pairs of old trail runners, if anyone's interested, like that are absolutely thrashed, but um, it does seem like they want worn out shoes, but I think especially like flip flops and stuff, they like the toe prints, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. that attraction and that can happen. I have a pair of flip flops. I've only had a few months and they already have toe prints, you know? Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. So, flip flops. Definitely. And I feel like slippers, like slippers wear so much faster <laughs> yeah. because yeah. like, I don't know, maybe cause I'm home a lot too. And so I'm just in my slippers, but I feel like, um, because they're fuzzy, they, they really absorb your foot essence and, oh, yeah. Um, wear out much quicker than just like a pair of like heels or something. Definitely. Um, so I was like, yeah, slippers. Like I go through slippers. Qu- I mean, I have like quite a few pairs that are, and once they get to a certain point, like they kind of start getting ratty. I, I don't like them. Like I want a new pair. So, and I just got a new pair actually from another good footboy who keeps mm-hmm. me, keeps me in shoes. So, um, so yeah, slippers. It was really fun. It was it made me feel more like connected to him. And I don't know, it just I feel like it just kind of strengthened the bond that we already had. So I don't it's know, awesome. it was a new a new experience for me and I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy for you. I know it's like you you had been holding out on on selling any worn items for so long. So that's awesome. <laughs> I know. And now it's funny, it's so weird how this happens. I'm getting a lot more inquiries on them. So I was like, yeah, I have a lot Do of old flip flops that I don't wear anymore because I feel like for me, they're too, they're too ratty and trashed. Um, maybe for some footboys, they're not worn in enough, but they definitely have like some toe prints and like the inside mm-hmm. band of the flip flop is like very grimy and, <laughs> yeah. you know, full yeah. of, full of uh, foot juices. So yes. um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So I think the main thing, though, about mailing is um, just keeping your, I mean, my big takeaway, I think, for my, in my point, from my point of view and my experience is like just making sure that you keep your location private. Um, I live in a fairly, I wouldn't say a big, I live in a medium sized city, I guess. So, you know, when, when people, when I send stuff or people want my address to send me something, they're going to know kind of the general area that I live in. Yeah. Um, like it's driving distance to my house, right? I'm not going to like pick a mailbox in another state, like at a U- another UPS yeah. store. Um, so, you know, like they kind of know my general whereabouts, but I feel like I live in a large enough city that it's not super problematic. Um, if I lived in a very small town, I might be a oh, little gosh. more, yeah, yeah. I, I might yeah. feel more uncomfortable with that. I guess it kind of is a case by case basis, but keep your, your home address private. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's my, you know, thoughts on that. And I know that like for some of these footboys, like my, my foot slave that I sent my, the slippers to, um, he gave me his home address. I did not Google it. <laughs> I did no. not like try to go on Google maps and see where he lives. I, I just do. feel like, yeah, I just feel like it's out of like respect for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he, I guess if he wanted me to see his house, he would send me a picture or he would send me a link to the Google map address or <laughs> yeah. whatever. But like, if he's not inviting me into that space, then I'm, I'm going to respect it. But I know that for a lot of these but boys, the, the curiosity just gets the best of them, you know, and they're, they're going to Google you and yeah. try to find your location. So be careful about that. And if you're like bottom line, if you're sending or receiving mail, they're at least going to know what state you're in. And if you're not comfortable with that, then don't do it. You know, that's kind of just got to be the hard line there, you know, Um I, but I know for myself, I, I don't have a, a box or anything, but um, I, I like to jump around post offices. Um, I'm pretty mobile here in my city, so I, um, I hop around to different post offices um, all around the area. So that's kind of my way of dealing with it. I'm not going to go to the one closest to my house. I'm going to go, you know, to ones when I'm out doing errands on the other side of town kind of thing is my strategy personally (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's not like I mean I don't think that most footboys have like malevolous intentions or or you know that are I don't think that they're like dangerous but I do think some people get curious and then get more curious and it just could turn into something um unpleasant you know depending on your home life situation just be just you know let's have some boundaries there it's okay to keep some personal boundaries around your your home life um but yeah I I really I'm really glad to know I'm I mean I'm sorry you had to experience that with the post office the intercepted package but I'm so glad to to know and I'm glad you're you're willing to share that story for the listeners um, and, you know, for the footboys that may be listening, if you or anyone actually that ever wants to intercept a package, just 
I mean, it sounds like the takeaway is just communicate before you do that. Just let the person that sent it to you know what you're doing so that they don't get a intercepted package alert in red letters and have them like, you know, like freak you out because that's that sounds really scary. Terrible. Yeah, I like I I told you privately. I mean, I almost sent a whole big ass message, just you know, reaming this guy. Like you, you know, scared the shit out of me. I spent all day on the phone, but it's like you know what? I'm just gonna say we're done. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, it, it's it's all a learning experience, and I think a lot of us like there's no, you know, I mean, <laughs> Mimi and I try to provide some advice and stuff, but there's no real guidebook for this, and a lot of us are kind of just using our intuition, and and that's sort of how I had been doing things and I thought I was doing it the right way, but, um, you know, (laughs) sometimes things come along and provide the lesson that, you know, you needed. So I'm, I'm glad for the lesson and that nothing truly bad came of it. So. Yeah. And I love the, the no refunds up front. Just make that part of your, I mean, I, didn't even think to do that with um, my footboy that I sent my slippers to. I just trusted that that UPS would deliver them. Um, but yeah, I, I need to um, if I'm gonna get into selling used items like worn items, and I also um, may get into selling socks, maybe. Because I recently um, started, I hired a gym trainer and I've been going to the gym. I don't wear socks very much. Like I don't, I'm, I don't really, yeah, I'm more of like flip flop. I'm mostly like in flip flops or like heels most of the time. So socks don't really go well with, with that kind of thing, but I am going to the gym, um, you know, a couple of days a week to work out with my trainer. So I'm in, I'm in my socks nice. and they, yeah. they get pretty, they get pretty sweaty. So, you know, cause I'm, my trainer works me pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You should, are you taking any like gym content or like, like uh, after workout? Cause that's always fun too. You know, I, that's kind of how I try to show off my, my socks and you know, know. I, ha- I haven't really, I have a reel on Instagram that has like, I don't know, like 140,000 views or something crazy. It's oh like, it, it's like blew up where I'm taking off my socks after a workout. Oh, perfect. Um, That's great. Yeah. I do like a little sock strip tease, which I think is really fun actually to do yes. sock strip tease, um, videos. Um, and I used to do that when I would go hiking, I'd get to my car and then like take off my hiking shoes and socks. And sometimes I would film that, but you know, my feet would always be so dirty after a hike. Um, and I hate like having dirty feet and I really hate like, um, I don't know, like video recording and then posting my dirty hiking feet. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm just thinking about all the dirty photos I have on my page right now. You're yeah. all about the dirty hiking I, feet. Like, that's your brand is, like, dirty hiking feet. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm like, you, gotta, you gotta show people both sides, you know? Like, she can clean up nice, and she can, you know, <laughs> like, she can also get dirty. I love that. But I get down and dirty. Yeah. Well, I do love hiking, and um, I also like wearing trail shoes, um, like, 
Well, you said trail shoes. In my mind, I'm thinking like trail running shoes. Is that yeah. what you wear? Yeah, That's I like I trail running shoes. I like Solomon trail running shoes for that hiking is. because they're so lightweight and they're very breathable. But because they're so breathable, like the dirt just gets in there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. so your feet, your feet get super dirty. Um, but yeah, those are, those are my go-to, um, hiking shoes as well. So yeah, maybe, maybe I'll expand in that direction. Honestly, in terms of any kind of direction expansion, I've been kind of expanding more into like femdom and findom. Um, I just, I, you know, over time have gravitated in that direction more and more and it's, I've been really well received in that arena. And of course I'm still doing pedal pumping. That's my, you know, that's my first love. That's my, my staple. Yeah. Yeah, That's my (laughs) bread and butter, baby. Um, but, but yeah, it is, it is, um, possible to expand your business and, do some crossover stuff. So yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you'll see more socks and dirty feet from me. I don't know. Probably not, <laughs> but maybe, maybe yeah. you never know. All right, cute webbies. Let's wrap it up. Um, final thoughts. Um, I think, you know, sending and, and receiving mail can be super fun. Um, and uh, it's, it's, a, it can be a, it, to me sending socks is one of the more fun aspects of my business. I love getting, new sock customers. Um, and as, just as long as you're doing it safely, um, just go into everything, you know, with some intention and, and thinking about what you're doing and, um, what name you're putting down and, um, yeah, just making sure you're, you're being careful every step along the way. And it can be a really fun side of the business for you and for your customers. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I'm as as a new, relatively new wearable seller. I it's a lot more fun than I expected. I had a really good experience. Do you feel like it kind of makes you? Does it give you kind of like a closer bond to your to your Footboy customer when you send them something, or how do you? I don't know. Does that alter your relationship to them? Definitely. I have um, one of my customers who he's just the sweetest guy, um, a guy from my OnlyFans who's bought several pairs of socks and we just have the best conversations. Like he's just a really good guy. Um, very kind, respectful. Um, so we're, I definitely makes me feel connected knowing that like I've sent several pairs of my socks all the way across the country to this person and you know, they've touched a part of me and, um, definitely. It definitely makes me feel closer. You know, it's kind of a weird thing when I do have some weird, like one-off sock sales where like I'll sell it and the people will be like, oh, that's, the socks are great. And then I'll never, that's all that, you know, they just got the, it's like a one-time thing and it's kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> you know? Um, so it is nice when, when, when you can have that rapport and, um, kind of carry on the relationship a little bit with, with these sock guys. I think sock guys are, are, typically some of my favorite foot boys if I'm being honest <laughs> really why is yeah. that what why I don't know I've I've always had um I feel like I've for the most part had really good experiences with sock guys I have a lot of folks on my OnlyFans who tip me when I do sock content and it's kind of I appreciate that because a lot of other people don't like it, like say if I post a picture of 
in my socks on Instagram. It's going to get way less likes than if I post a, you know, a barefoot picture of my soles, you know? Um, so I think the sock guys really go out of their way, I think, to show appreciation when you are doing sock content. And so I, I appreciate, like, it's nice to have that positive feedback because it makes me want to create more, even though it's not like the majority thing, if that makes sense. Yes, we need to do a whole episode on this. Like what's popular <laughs> what's popular on Instagram or social media is not always the thing that's going to earn you money. Oh gosh, yeah, definitely. That's like a whole episode right there. So like we'll get back to that. We're going to yeah. <laughs> come back to that as a topic cuz that yeah. is a huge topic. All right, well let's wrap up for today. <laughs> Thank you everyone listening. Yeah. Uh, we're we've I've got the intention to try to record more consistently. Um, I know that like, I love talking to cute webbies and talking about foot modeling and foot boys and we want, we need to do this more often. So look for a new episode from us uh, about what every other week, maybe. That's gonna, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll go for, we'll, we'll start with that as an intention. No promises. We are busy, busy women. <laughs> no, I'm excited to get back into it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Well, see you next time.